0: Thank you for joining us today for Kingdom Rock Radio, an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center, where Mark A. Stroud is the pastor. Come out and experience the awesome power of God in one of our live services. We're located at 180 Helton Road in Bremen, just six miles east of downtown. Sunday school is at 9 a.m. and morning worship at 10. All are welcome, so come out and be blessed of God. We would love to hear from you. You can call us at 770-537-1933, write us at Post Office Box 1285, Bremen, Georgia, 30110, or visit us on the web at www.kingdomrock.org. You can receive your very own copy of today's message in its entirety. Just write us at P.O. Box 1285, Bremen, Georgia, 30110, and include the date you heard the broadcast and a donation in any amount. Now, here's today's message. Let's pray. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name for the word that you're about to give us tonight. Father, we ask you to speak to us expressly by your Spirit. Lord, lead us, guide us in all truth, show us things to come. We are indeed in, in an anxious anticipation of the moving of your Spirit. Speak to us, Father, we pray in Jesus' name. Let every heart say amen. Very briefly tonight, I want to speak to you from the subject of All That and a Bag of Chips. All that and a bag of chips. How many of you have heard that expression before? All that and a bag of chips. This was not my own device. I received that in prayer. All that and a bag of chips. You know, society tells us, before we go into the word, society tells us that we ought to be all that and a bag of chips all the time. We are bombarded day after day by commercials and media advertisement. Uh, they are masters at telling you that you are not good enough the way you are. Amen. Amen. They tell you you don't look good enough the way you are. You're not the right size the way you are. You don't drive the right kind of car. Don't live the right, in the right kind of house. You don't work at the right kind of job. They are masters at selling their product. And in order to properly sell, you've got to show a deficiency in someone else. You've got to convince them that they need what you have. Hallelujah! If they're going to sell exercise equipment, they got to show you you first. They got to show you before and after pictures. They're going to show you, uh, sell you a, a new brand of car. They got to tell you or show you that yours is not fast enough. It's not fuel. Doesn't have the fuel efficiency all that they got to tear you down so that you can see the benefit of buying their product I wish somebody was with me tonight I wish somebody would be tonight they are masters educators they are there are philosophers there are psychologists that get these commercials together and they bombard us with it 24 hours seven days a week every time we watch the television Every time we watch the television, every time you pick up the magazine, every time you go into Walmart, every time you go into the stores, you see the magazine covers. you see this, you see that. We see glitz and glamour everywhere. And what it forces us to do is look past ourselves to another image. And a lot of times the other image we're seeing is something that is made up, something that is a fantasy. We're seeing pictures of people that has been spray-painted, So their skin looks that smooth. We're seeing pictures of people whose whose, uh, body parts have been cropped out and they've been given new measurements. We're seeing a fantasy revealed before us. And that fantasy makes us look past where we are to something else. And it makes us desire other things, but never desire who God made us to be. That's the problem. Society is telling us, that we got to be all that in a bag of chips. All that in a bag of chips. But I have good news for you tonight. Turn to Nathan and help me tell him, tell him, you don't have to be, have all, to be. That all that, that and a bag, a bag of chips. Tell somebody else that. Tell him, you don't have to be have all that, be. that and, a, and, bag a, and bag a bag of chips. Tell somebody else that. Tell him, you don't have to be all that, that, that and a bag and of chips. Tell yourself that say, I don't have to be all that and a bag of chips, because, listen, God is not requiring that of you. He's not requiring. He's not requiring a. Um, a bag of chips. He's not requiring. Fleshly perfection. God never required from us fleshly perfection. Are you with me? No, that would be something that is under law, but we no longer live under law. We live under grace. Are you with me? Let's start. I go to the book of 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians. We'll start here tonight. 1 Corinthians, the 26th chapter. As we get this into us, get this into us. See, the Lord is speaking to you, and He's speaking to me, and He's speaking to everyone that's listening uh, by way of internet, by way of radio. He's speaking to all of us. And if we just get this in our hearts, get this in our spirit. Then, we get up, then when we get up before Goliath again, uh, we won't stumble. We won't make errors. We won't make, quote-unquote, mistakes because of other things. And we'll talk, about those. we'll talk about some things tonight. We won't miss it, in other words. We won't miss it. We won't miss it. Now, it is said, and we said it before, it is all right to make mistakes as long as you don't make the same ones over and over and over and over and over once we fall we learn from it and we get up and keep on going are you with me we need to have we need to always be in an environment where we have uh... or where it is a mistake friendly environment we need to live in a mistake friendly environment you don't find that a lot of places mistake friendly environment because as long as we are making mistakes that means that we are at least trying If you don't make mistakes, then that means that you are not trying. as long as we keep on trying, eventually we're going to get it right. 1 Corinthians, the first chapter, verse number 26. Let me read this to you out of the NIV. 1 Corinthians, the first chapter, verse number 26 out of the NIV. Listen to what it says. It says, Brothers, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential, not many were of noble birth, but God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. He chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are. Verse 29. So that no one may boast before him. Verse 30. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus. Who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Verse 31. Therefore, as it is written, let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. He didn't call many of us that were wise. Or many of us that were, had a lot of smarts, had a lot of intelligence. We may not all speak with proper uh, or standard English. We may speak Ebonics. Yo, 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 what's up, homeboy? But the same message will get across. Are you with me? Many of us are not uh, not of a noble birth. We weren't born with a silver spoon in our mouths. But the Lord didn't call, I mean, he didn't call many of those that were. He didn't call many of those that had the highest degree of education. He called us. Praise the Lord. In other words, he called the rejected. He called the rejected. Why? So that his strength can show through us very plainly and very correctly. When the apostles were uh, on trial before before the Jewish leaders, they noticed that they were not Learned it men. They weren't learned men. They didn't have a lot of education, as they say. But they understood and they knew that they had been with Jesus. Are you with me? They knew there was something about them that resembled Jesus. I want that to be said of me. Are you with me? Amen. Paul said, I didn't come to you with, with wise words of, of men's understanding but I, or flattering words, but I came to you in the power of the Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. We don't have to be all that and a bag of chips. Let me say a few things. We talked about mistakes earlier. We talked about mistakes earlier. We're going to make mistakes. As long as you are human, you're going to make mistakes. And we don't need to run away from mistakes. Are you with me? Uh, if you have a sort of per- perfectionism mindset or attitude, we run away from mistakes. Don't want mistakes. Don't want mistakes anywhere around us. But here's the big news flash boop 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 newsflash as long as you are human you're going to make mistakes and that's okay you've got to free yourself to make mistakes turn to them and tell him free yourself from making mistakes free yourself free yourself it's okay if I make a mistake it's okay the world's not going to end the world's not going to end if I fall if I fail it's okay it's okay it's only bad when I stop trying turn to the neighbor and tell them if you fail, if you fail or when you fall, or when you fall it's, okay. it's okay just don't stop trying do you hear me just don't stop trying. The only time we truly fail, the only time we truly lose is when we stop trying. So it's OK to make mistakes. Tell yourself again, it's OK for me to make a mistake. You see, because if you don't say that, and if we don't really believe we got to get this stuff internalized, We got to get it into us, because if we don't really get it straight, now in us when we get when we really begin to get before something before the class or before the group or when pressure really gets on us when we stand before goliath when we stand here and there if we if all of our i's are not dotted all of our t's are not crossed if we didn't fast long enough we didn't pray long enough we didn't study long enough if we didn't do this and we didn't do that then we'll freak out freak out stress out stress out stress out because you'll be your worst critic are you with me? Amen. And you will shoot your own self in the foot before you even get in the ring because you begin to look at you. Oh, I didn't do enough. I, I didn't do enough. I didn't do it. And they, they haven't done the first shot. They haven't shot, They haven't threatened you, but you kill yourself. Are you with me? Amen. 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 So we got to stop shooting ourselves in the foot Amen. before we even get in the ring. Get this and say with me again. It's okay. okay. I don't have to be perfect. perfect. Say it's okay. okay. God loves me and has has called me just like I am, am. and He's taking me forward. forward. Are you with me? You got to free yourself. You got to free yourself. You see, there, there there comes two types of pressure. One that you put on yourself and others and the pressure that comes on you from other people, from external forces. It's bad enough that it comes from the outside. We can't stop that. But if we're strong enough inwardly and confident inwardly, when they come with their mess, it won't affect us so much. Let me give you a word of a personal testimony. I went to my daughter's basketball game there and uh, there was a lady that was there, hadn't seen her, I don't know in how long, years or whatever. And um, she said, oh, hey, how you doing there, Pastor? I said, oh, fine, fine, fine. I said, oh, I see you doing fine. She patted on my stomach. Oh, yeah, you gained a little weight, didn't you? I'm like, well, lady, you hadn't seen me, in so and so. What we'll gives you the right to, first of all, put a hand on me anyway? <laughs> anyway, well, you, you hadn't seen you a long time, B? Maybe like you, have you not looked in the mirror at yourself lately? <laughs> But here again, if I wasn't very secure inwardly, that would have devastated me. Are you with me? Amen. Now, we all have a measure of insecurity. Hallelujah! Amen. Amen. Sure, we do. Sure, we do. But that comes from uh, the pressure that we're putting on ourselves. We're putting pressure on ourselves to meet a certain standard. And we feel like when we haven't met that certain standard, or To be like a certain image. You say, well, I I can't preach like him. Or I don't look like her. I I don't do this and I don't do that. See, we're pointing outwardly. Keep pointing outwardly to other people. We're comparing ourselves with other people. Comparing flesh with flesh. And you'll never, never attain what you're looking for. It's a fantasy. It's not real. Even when we do make that amount of money, we get there. And there'll be something else we want. It will always be something driving us further and driving us and, us and compelling us and compelling us and compelling us and compelling us to go on and on and on. Well, it's just like the dog tracks the dog races. They put the little rabbit up there. Right. They put the rabbit and they make the dog always run after the rabbit, but they, they will never catch that rabbit. Are you with me? There's always an image that's constantly before us. All right, so what we need to do, stop chasing the rabbit. Stop chasing, chasing the or a bunch of rabbits or a, a donkey trying to go after that piece of carrot. They, they dangle a piece of carrot in the donkey's face to make him go on. He thinks he'll get it, so he keeps on trying, but the stick is too long. Praise the Lord. First, get that pressure off of yourself. Get it off. It's okay if I make a mistake. It's okay if I make a mistake. It's okay if I fail. Because if I do, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go again. It will not stop me. Are you with me? Get the eternal, that internal pressure off of yourself. Because you hold the controls of the pressure. Think about it. You put pressure on yourself. We put pressure on ourselves. So much pressure. Our bodies begin to react to the internal pressure. Shoulders ache, headaches. Bodies begin to cramp up or sweaty palms or sweaty underarms. Our body begins to react to the internal pressure that we are putting on ourselves. we got to free ourselves from this stuff, from the yoke of bondage that is within Because there's a pressure that's on the outside that'll really put it on you. But if you're successful at toning down the pressure that's on the inside, when the outside pressure comes on you, you it won't cause you to cave. Are you with me? It won't cause you to run. It won't cause you to run. So the Bible says again, God didn't call many people that were wise, didn't call many people that were noble or of noble birth, uh, but he chose the foolish things of the world. To confound the wise, he chose the weak to confound the strong. Are you with me? Amen. So, we don't have to be all that in a bag of chips, and neither does God want us to be. And what we don't need to do, and we'll talk about this shortly, we don't need to slip into uh, an inventory, or cited, or performance driven mentality. An inventory, or cited, or performance driven mentality. One more time. You don't need to slip into, when you stand before your enemy, we don't need to we don't need to come before our enemy with an inventory or sighted or performance driven mentality. What is inventory mentality? When you begin when you stand before your enemy, as children of Israel did, and said, We be not able. In other words, they looked at themselves. Instead of looking at their enemy, they began to take Inventory of themselves, what I don't have, what I didn't do, I don't have the education, I don't have the skill, I don't this, I don't. you begin to take an inventory, like a checklist of what you don't have. And we always seem to check out what we don't have instead of what we do have. And we stand in the face of our enemy. What we don't need to do is try to take a self-inventory or self-examination when we step right in front of them. It's time to get in the ring Now. It's game day. I mean, it's time it's time for the big fight. Got your gloves on, you get in the ring, and you think about, oh, I should have done more push-ups. I didn't do no push-ups last night. I should have should have eaten more Wheaties. I mean, it's too late then. You're there. You got to fight now. But it takes practice not to get into an inventory mentality or get into a sighted mentality when you look only at your enemy and not at God. When you look at the circumstances as Peter did. Jesus was standing right in front of him, but he took his eyes off of Jesus and started looking at the storm, the wind and the, and the waves and, and all these things. The Lord was standing right in front of him, but he put his eyes on everything else instead of on the Lord. And what happened? He began to sink. What are we doing? Why, is, why are we going through all of this stuff? Because we're going to stand before our enemies and we're going to go into the promised land. We're going to stand before Goliath and we're going to we're going to uh, come to a Jericho wall. We're going to because we're going to take possession in the promised land. And when we get before our enemies, I don't want any of us to say, I want to go back to Egypt. When is the next bus back to Egypt? Because we've come too far to turn around now. It's time to go in and actually possess the land. And the enemy is a master at intimidation. Please hear me. He is a master at intimidation. But intimidation only affects us when our guard is down inwardly. Are you with me? No one has have been intimidated before. Amen. Not many. Mm. Not many. Well, the rest of you keep on living. The Bible says here, well, rather we were saying... We don't need to take an inventory or a sighted mentality or a performance-driven mentality. Performance-driven, a performance-driven mentality is one that says, I have to do everything perfect. They call you to come up and sing, and before you even utter the first note, you have clobbered yourself, KO'd yourself, because you believe that you can't make every note precisely the way it's supposed to be done. Instead of just singing by letter, one man said, I just sing by letter. What do you mean? Open my mouth and I let her fly. <laughs> sing by letter. Open up and let her rip. Let her fly. Sometimes you're just going to have to get out there. And understand something. Even if you get there to that point, to that place, and you stand against your adversary, and if you make a mistake, if you fall, Understand something, you've already won just by coming out there and facing him. Just by coming out there and facing him, just by showing up, you've won. Now, whatever else takes place after that, praise the Lord, that's that's nothing but icing on the cake. Just by showing up, I showed up, you've already won. The rest is icing on a cake. When David stood up before Goliath, just him showing up, he's already won. It's an act of faith just getting there. Are you with me? Amen, amen. The Bible says in the book of James, submit yourselves therefore unto God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. Just in your showing up. A lot of times that you'll, you have a battle, people have battles just in showing up, just in getting there. Oh, what if I get there and they don't like me? Oh, what if I get there and I'm not wearing the right clothes? Oh, what if I do this and oh, what if I do that? And a lot of people stay back home, won't even go. They won't even show up and give God a chance to move. I'm telling you, a lot of the battle, if not 99.9% of the battle, is just in showing up. I'm here. Praise the Lord. Amen. And free yourself. Free, your, free yourself from a spirit of perfectionism. Because in the flesh, it won't happen. We can body build all day, night long. You can sleep with weights on your arm with some machine while you sleep. Doing your arm back and forth like that if you want to. You will never achieve the fantasy. Are you with me? You can sleep with book pages on your eyes trying to read. You will never achieve the fantasy. It's a fantasy. It's a shadow. It's not real. We got to stop looking outward and start looking upward and find out what the Lord Jesus has said about us. Are you with me? All right. All right. Let me show you a few things. Go to Romans, the third chapter, Romans three, Romans three. Is anybody getting anything out of this tonight? Amen. As we meditate on the word of God, things begin to happen. The Bible declares that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. As you continue to hear, faith continues to be built. And also fear comes by hearing and hearing by, by somebody else, by a word of fear. All right. Low self-esteem comes that way, too. When people tear you down and tear you down and tear you down, we begin to have uh, faith for those words. We begin to eternalize those words. And it begins to build things in us. Well, now it's time to tear those things down. And now it's time for you to see how beautiful you actually are, how, how handsome, if the case is, how handsome you really are. Are you with me? Inwardly and outwardly. You are somebody. Stay with me. I am, I am. Somebody. somebody. Turn to your name and say, "You are, you are somebody." somebody. somebody. <laughs> All right. Romans, the third chapter. The corner phrase from Jesse Jackson. All right. Romans, third chapter. Let's look at verse nineteen. We'll do a little bit of reading. Out of the King James, it says, "Now we know that what things soever the law saith." He saith to them who are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. Verse 20. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, uh, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. Law. When you are talk about law, you're talking about doing everything exactly right, leaving out absolutely nothing. Law. And for the most part, we are still living under law. I got to do this exactly right, exactly right, or I'm going to feel wrath. But who put that pressure on you? It sure is not Jesus. Are you with me? Amen. We, we are holding the pressure gauge. We are holding the pressure gauge. You need to tell yourself when you get home, look in the mirror and, and tell yourself, Turn that gauge off. Are you with me? You're holding the pressure gauge. You've got to be free, uh, free yourself to make mistakes, free yourself to, to fail because it's going to happen. But when it does, get up, dust yourself off and go on again because you only truly lose when you stop. All right. It says um, no flesh, uh, no flesh be justified in his sight. I goes on for the law is the knowledge of sin verse 21 but now the righteousness of god without the law is manifest being witnessed by the law and the prophets even the righteousness of god which is by faith of jesus christ unto all and upon all them that believe for there is no difference look at verse 23 for all have sinned and come short of the glory of god Being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. All have sinned. All have messed up. The Bible says all. All. All have sinned. All have made a mistake. All have failed. All have failure in their lives. All. But here's the big thing. Here's the thing that we got to come to grips to. We began to get get an image of other people. And we begin to think, they never make a mistake. No, they're just better at hiding their mistakes. Are you with me? Oh, they make mistakes. Oh, they fail. Oh, they stumble too, just like you and I. They're just better at hiding it. You get enough money, you can hide all yours too. Are you with me? You can pay enough people to lie. Now they'll tell, lie. Oh, he never made mistakes. Oh, she's always been good. Oh ho oh, oh. Where my check, please. Oh, my goodness. They make mistakes too. Look at some of the I mean they go through that. I look at sometimes on the news and the, the actresses, the, the the beautiful starlets. Oh, beautiful starlets going through the going through the airports. Oh, they look toe up. <laughs> That's my e bonnet's coming out again. They don't look like they do on the magazines or something wrong with the camera lenses as they go through there. They're not all made up. Now they are looking like regular people. And they don't want nobody to see my, regular, my regularly lookingness. No, I don't, I don't have my face on. Don't, don't look at me. You see, they're better at hiding it. But everybody makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. Mistakes. Say with me, everybody Everybody makes mistakes mistakes. and it's okay okay. if I make a mistake. If I I do make a mistake, mistake, I'm going to get up, dust myself off off, and get back in the race. race. Are you with me? Look at verse number 27. It says, where is boasting then? It is excluded by what law? Of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. In other words, uh, God's not looking for you to fulfill a perfect quota life, a perfect per- a life of perfection, dotting every I, crossing every T, Why is he not looking for it? Because he knows that you can't do it. He knows that we will never cross every I and dot every T. He knows that we cannot live a life of perfection. If we could, he would not have sent Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Help me tell your neighbor again. Neighbor, neighbor? I know you're good and all, all. but you're not that that good. Are you with me? We're gonna make mistakes and it's okay. If I slip, it's okay. Free yourself from that bondage. Free yourself from it. Are you with me? It is bondage. Let's go to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians 15. A little bit more tonight. A little bit more tonight. We need to get it all, need to get it sunk in us because we're going to have to stand again before the enemy. And uh, I mean, the enemy or the world system are those that have those that have been ignorant around us, that have been speaking a lot of mess, and a lot of gunk in our lives. And we have believed it, we have received it. And now there are walls full of gunk and mess. And it's time to pull it down. And it's not going to come down just because somebody slapped you with some oil on your forehead. We got to hear it and hear and hear the good news and hear the good news and hear the good news and hear it again and hear it again and hear it again and hear it again. And And those walls will come down. Are you with me? Hallelujah. This is going to take more than a slap on your forehead. We have to put some effort with this. Are you with me? But it will come down. 1 Corinthians 15, chapter, verse 55. Very familiar scripture. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 55. says, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. Look at verse 55. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast unmovable always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord he says be but thanks be unto God which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ here's another point for you we will never obtain perfection in flesh once again you will never obtain perfection in flesh there's something about us something in us It's always striving for perfection. Always striving for for perfection, but we're looking for it out there among other flesh. Are you with me? And you can never find it. Perfection is only in Christ. There's a God-shaped void on the inside of us. We're trying to fill with other things, trying to find other examples. But God says, hey, it's up here with me. It's here with me. Seek me. I will give you the perfection that you're longing for. We're seeking for perfection. Are you with me? But you can't find perfection among more flesh, among other people. And so he says, but God gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord Jesus brought the thing called grace, not the thing called law. He brought grace. Grace. Grace means that he will help you make up the difference. Grace is like someone going through the Walmart checkout line. And you got all your items and you're not sure if you have all the money. And they're going, you're going through the line, boop, boop, boop. You see the total going up, boop, $50, boop, $100, boop, $200, boop, $1,000, boop. And we sweating bullets, boop, sweating bullets. I don't know if I got that much money, boop with every boop we're going down 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 grace is like this well no the law says you better have every penny of it or you got to put it back law grace says you don't have it all well here i got i got what you need another hundred i got it Amen. and you get Amen. on through grace makes up the difference Amen. because the father knows that you're in the checkout line of life and you don't have enough You don't have enough smarts. You don't have enough uh, beauty. You don't have enough this. You don't have enough that. You don't have enough credit. You don't have enough. Grace says, hey, I got it. I'll pay it for him. Have a good day. And you get to go home with your stuff. But if we're dependent on law, if we're always trying to find perfection, always, always, always you're going to kill yourself before you even get to the checkout line. Free yourself. Free yourself. Release yourself. Because God didn't lay that on you. But we have undoubtedly laid it upon ourselves. Turn to neighbor and tell him, you got to free yourself. You to free yourself. Look him in my eyes and tell him, I know you can do it. Look it in my eyes and tell him, I believe in you. I believe in you. See, somebody messed that- See, people may not have ever told them that before in their lives. Oh. But tonight let's tell him tell him free yourself tell him you can do this tell him i believe in you you see this see this is not by flesh this is not by law this is by grace this is by faith because we know that you're not that good we know that you can't do it but we know that christ in you can God will make up the difference. Hallelujah. We know we go to the checkout line. We know we don't have enough money. Praise the Lord. Pull out our our pants. And we we know we don't have it. But you got Jesus, big money, Jesus behind you who will help make up the difference. Oh, I brought Jesus with me. He'll help me in the line. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We know you can do it through the Lord. Let's go a little bit further. Go to uh, Ephesians, the sixth chapter, one verse here. Are y'all still with me tonight? Yeah. Got to get this in you. I'm, I'm not going to be able to get it all to you tonight, but I will get all that, Lord, that the Lord wants me to give to you tonight, all that you can handle tonight. Ephesians, the sixth chapter. This is how we should be. Not performance driven. We should not be performance driven. We should never have the pressure. On us, what if I fail? What if I fail? What if I make a mistake? What if I make a mistake? What if I fail? What if I fail? You see, who put that on you? Did God put it on you? Did other people put it on you? No, chances are we put it on ourselves. We hold the temperature gauge. It's time to release ourselves of that pressure, release ourselves of that bondage. All right? Uh, First, uh, rather, uh, Ephesians 6, verse number 10 it says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That's all we're going to read there. It says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, not be strong in yourself, but be strong in the Lord, not be strong in your own strength, but be strong in the Lord, not you, but in the Lord. Here again, we're going to have to go again to the and the checkout counter of life. And we are not going to have enough. When the children of Israel went there to the edge of the promised land, they realized, well, that all the spies realized that they didn't have it. That they couldn't do it. But to realize, oh, but I got Jesus with me. I got God with me. He's got the extra money and we're going to we're going to cross over and defeat these giants. I got God with me. And that's what made the difference in them and, and their lives. The other 10 saw the same thing, but they didn't realize that God was with them and that He would help them, and that He would make up the difference in their lives. You must realize, a couple more than I will let you go tonight. Go to first or rather, Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians, let's go to the second chapter. Second Corinthians, second chapter. You can do this through Christ. You can do this through Christ. You can do this through Christ. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can slay your enemies because the Lord Jesus is with you. 2 Corinthians, the second chapter, verse number 14. Listen to what this says 2 Corinthians 2 14. It says, Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ and maketh manifest the savor of of his knowledge by us in every place the bible says he always causes us to triumph through christ jesus we always triumph now here's the thing let god be true and everything else be a liar let god be true and everything else be a liar he says he always calls us to triumph in christ if i stand before my adversary and I finally get there, and he's tried to punk me out. That's it bonnets again? He's tried to punk me out and say, "You better not show up. You better you better not come down. You better you better you better you better not show up. You better not show up." But you decided, "Hey, I'll be strong in the Lord and the power of His might, and I'm going down there. and you stand there, <laughs> and you stand there looking. Just the fact that you came there threatens him first of all you with me he didn't get to you you got down there and you showed up in the power of the lord you were strong in the lord in the power of his might you're standing in him and you are assured of victory now the bible says he always causes us to triumph now no matter what happens when you get there it's a victory because as you were in him you will always triumph in him, you will always triumph. What does this say? We don't have to be so much results conscious. We say, "Well, no, if I win, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have stammered. If, if, if I won I'm, I wouldn't have gotten sweaty, Palms. If, if I won, I wouldn't have done this. I wouldn't have. no, no, no. He always calls me to triumph. when I stand there in the place, and even if I stutter up a storm, even if I even if I begin to cry, even if it's not the other, I won. Because in Christ, he always causes us to triumph. He always calls us to win as long as we are standing in him. Tonight, you got to know that. Release yourself. Don't put the yoke of bondage back on yourself. Don't put it back on. The Lord Jesus delivered you. He delivered you from the law. So, don't put law back on yourself. Amen. Don't keep yourself in law. Because if you keep yourself in law, we won't go forward. Because when the opportunity comes for advancement, we'll look at ourselves, take self inventory, and you'll talk yourself out of it before you even get there. Amen. Amen. Let's be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Say with me, I can do all things. I do all things. Uh-uh. Say with me, I can do all things. I Christ, Through Christ, who strengthens, who strengthens me. He always causes me to triumph. Me to triumph. Through, Christ Through Christ Jesus. I have the victory. I have the victory. I have the victory. I have the victory. Greater is he, Greater is he wh- who, lives who lives in me than he that is in the world. In the world. I, am the I am the temple of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. In Jesus name. Now give the Lord a hand of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, next time you're going to have to say that so that you believe it. So that you believe it. This is homework for you. Get a copy of the CD. Get a copy of the message. Put it in and hear it again. And begin to repeat it until you believe it. Because when you believe it, things begin to change. God bless you tonight. I pray that you have received the rich word of the Lord. I was blessed.
1: Thank you for joining us for today's broadcast. We know that you've been blessed by the word you heard, and we want to give you an opportunity to share this message with a friend. Just log on to www.kingdomrock.org. I'd like to cordially invite you to come visit us here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center for our weekly church services. Please join us every Wednesday night at 6.30 Bible study. Sunday services start at 9 a.m. for Sunday school and worship services at 10 a.m. Come expecting to hear the word of the Lord. Bring the whole family and we'll have a great time together. We're located at 180 Helton Road, Bremen, Georgia. 30110. You can find us by looking for our sign located on Route 78 between Bremen and Temple, Georgia. Call us at 770-537-1933. Or again, you can learn about all the exciting things going on here by logging on to www.kingdomrock.org. Have a blessed week, and always remember that Jesus is the answer.